Listeners, to another episode of Cathode Raycast, the Story Screen Presents podcast where we talk about all things television. Yeah. I'm your host, Bernadette Gorman White, and today I'm joined by. Ooh, Diana DeMiro. And Robbie Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> some good Stranger Things kids. Just a couple of Stranger people and some Stranger Things. Stranger kids. <laughs> so, yeah, we are talking about Stranger Things 3, the third season, just recently released on Netflix. On July 4th. Yeah. Festive. Yeah. Festive. Let the festivities America. begin. <laughs> Man, that's just like this summer for us. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, I'm actually a little bit more interested to hear your guys' initial reaction, spoiler free. Spoiler uh, free? Before I get into like sure. what I thought of it yeah. first off. So yeah. Let loose. Spoiler free. Who, me? Uh, <laughs> I really liked it. Uh, my journey with Stranger Things as a whole is I love season one um, for it trying to do something a little different that also feels familiar and being nostalgic. Uh, season two... I overall liked, but I thought the beginning was a little slow because I felt like they were playing a lot of catch up in those first few episodes. But then mm. once like the main plot started going, I was like all in. Yeah. This season, I think, is like the the strongest since season one in being a continuation and just kind of like having like really great pacing and just kind of like really kind of hitting the ground running with what I think the season's trying to do. So so I was very into it. I, I very much enjoyed this season. I was here from it from start to finish. I, I <laughs> had many 3 a.m. nights just being like, I need to know what Hopper's going to do, I guess. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, my, my general impressions are very positive. That's cool. Cool. Uh, I would say overall – Enjoyed it. Definitely, I feel like this season is a lot more polished. Like, you can tell the Duffers, their money's gone up. Mm-hmm. They're, like, a little more epic. It definitely looks, like, more well done. They kind of got into this groove now that they know what they're doing. Um, I think I found certain aspects of season two more compelling. But there was also, like, the, and we can talk about it later, but, like, you know, the kind of, like, side episodes with characters that are not your core cast. Um, that people liked or did not like in season two. And so this season was kind of nice because it was like, the band's back together. Everybody's together. Um, whereas season two is definitely like a little Empire Strikes Back where Elle was on her own, doing her own thing. So I liked that. I would say my one big criticism was I love the kid that uh, plays Will. Mm. Noah Schnapp, or mm-hmm. however you say that name. Yeah. I think that's right. And I thought he was awesome in season two, so I was kind of hoping that he would have a little bit more to He's do. a little sidelined. This right? season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, underutilized. But other than that, I thought, you know, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. It was agree a fun with, time. I agree with that, too. Yeah. I was kind of like, this kid's the best actor of all the kid actors. He is. He so really is. I was kind yeah. of hoping they were going to throw him a little bit meatier stuff, but we can always, we can talk into that like when one, we get into spoiler one time. He, he goes back to all the time. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I get it. That's your, it's that's like, your power. It's <laughs> his spidey sense. Yeah, yeah. essentially. But yeah. But, but yeah, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel fairly conflicted. Yeah. Because I... 
I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was the best season ever, though. No. Yeah. yeah, I felt – it's funny that you said, like, the band's back together. Yeah. Because I felt this season more so than the other two – that really the only episode that had any real emotional heft for me was the last episode. Yeah, definitely. And I felt like for whatever reason, the writing felt like all of these characters that we had come to know and love mm. seemed almost like a parodied version of themselves. They all kind of seemed really hollow to me. Okay. And I don't think the like the visuals were great. They were. They were, yeah, really good great. this season. And But I think the... The whole thing just kind of looked like a music video. And with all the needle drops, it felt just way almost too stylized for me. Mm. I think I really liked watching it in season one. And I guess being from Indiana, it seems very pastoral and rural. It does. Yeah. Normal earth tones. More so in season one than the following seasons. Yeah. Yeah. The color palette totally changes season two, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But you're right. It kind of gets more away from that for sure. And season three felt very much, yeah, like a very long music video to me. Part of that, I think, is because there's so much time in the mall. Yeah. And I think it's probably intentional. (laughs) Kind of. And I'm not saying it was bad. I just way preferred the first two seasons. Yeah. It actually made me appreciate season two a lot more. I think that I also felt slightly like that, where I definitely, um, you know, there was like definite criticism about season two, but then watching this season made me think that there was like more strong emotional scenes between the characters in season two than in season three. Not mm-hmm. to say that there wasn't any, but there was like, there's more times where I was like, whoa, in season two than this season. Yeah, definitely. This season was a lot more epic though, maybe in the sense like of watching like an action movie versus a yeah. horror movie or, or kind of like, I don't know. I know the genres are definitely what they're trying to go for but yeah i think it's kind of like your mileage may vary and you know i I hear what you guys are saying yeah and i think that they i remember the different brothers really enjoyed it yeah no for sure and even if there are things you guys dislike and i like that's that's all copacetic it's cool Mm -hmm. but uh you know i think they describe uh, the Duffer Brothers describe season two as being like the terminator two to terminator one i see i see this as much more the Terminator. T2, just because it's so much more of like, it is very much like <laughs> this an movie. 80s blockbuster. Yeah, this movie is like yes. an 80s yeah. action movie. And I think that a lot of the criticisms, you know, that even I'm hearing from you guys and I've seen like other, other everywhere else maybe, and I think mo- it's received pretty positively overall, I think. But I think one of the things that people are kind of, you know, maybe not digging on is maybe some of those bigger, more blockbuster tropes and elements that I think they're trying to do through nostalgia and and it is done very much by design so i think it's like it's kind of like well are you into seeing them try and recreate that kind of 80s blockbuster magic and if the answer is yes then you're you're probably like more on board than other people you know i do think it's very deliberate what they're doing yes um but i could totally see you know if that's not what you're in because this is like you know like goonies plus like action sequences you right. know and that's like always kind of been the pitch but this is definitely like they blew the doors off kind of the thing mm-hmm. is is like it's not so much that i didn't like it for certain reasons it's sort of like that these epic parts or sequences are really fun yeah and kind mm-hmm. of funny but then i think personally just as a viewer i kind of prefer the like more intimate exchanges between the characters and more subtle yeah so sometimes this season comparatively has a little bit less of that which is fine that's that's, that's totally fine but it's it is definitely like a sequel or 
you know, third third act of a of a series for sure. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think too uh, with the characters aging and becoming interested in the opposite gender True. and all of that. True. It took me a while to get used to it. I'm like, oh well, we're used to seeing these kids very intelligent and very in tune with their feelings and emotions and they don't care about showing those emotions yeah, they're more, around each other. They're more open about how they feel about stuff than yeah. and in then the in, first season, for sure. They're oh, like, yeah, no, we don't lie to each other. We're friends. Things right. come home. Hormones and make then, you dumb. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then season three, the kids are all just like really bitchy and secretive yeah. whiny. and whiny and to me as, I was just like as these kids t- are better than this like I guess I, so but that's partly being a teenager yeah. Yeah. yeah you just want them to be better yeah you, you know I think you have to add in some of these kind of ne- negative aspects to their development yeah uh, as teens and as characters so they can maybe be redeemed in another season as someone who arc, maybe you know? yeah as someone who's been hanging out with some summer camp kids We've got some thirteen-year-olds that are. You've been the Steve to a bunch of a bunch of children. <laughs> I wish my hair was as good as Steve's. It's pretty good. I need some. I need some spray. We all have pretty good hair at this table, but <laughs> yeah. he's got some next-level shit. You know? uh, yeah. But I really, I still, I still really enjoyed Steve this this season for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. We can definitely get into his, his different morph characters. Is good. He's and so I, different from season one. He is very different. Yeah. yeah. If you go back and watch season one, you're like, you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's constantly told to him, too. Like, oh, remember yeah. that time when you were a dick? And he was like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that the previous seasons, like, seem to have, like, impact, like, characters deal, like, with PTSD from maybe fallen characters from other seasons. Or, right. you know, characters like Steve are reminded, it's like, hey, remember when you were, like, kind of a fucking asshole? It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, overall, color palette of the show, super cool. I actually really dug the monster. I was into that 100%. So gross. I felt like Very this gross. season was way more gross. Yes. Which I was totally okay with, but yeah, I was like, it. that is sort of a genre shift from thought, the earlier seasons, yeah. for sure. Like, the first season was mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. I mean, the first season's very much like, I think <laughs> they're always walking that line of, yeah. of horror sci-fi, but this one's definitely a little bit more like action-y big alien, whereas totally. like, the first one's like, you know, it, it's like Jaws, Terminator, and Alien One, where they're right. dealing with one monster, one kind of insular thing. I also um, like, you know, and we can talk about it when we get into spoilers. But yeah. like, I like the aspects of people being villains, also. Yeah, you know, absolutely. they do that very well. Yeah, I do, that this season was really good for that. I thought some of the CGI for the for the two main set pieces. You see the big monster. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we are we doing spoilers? Or should I not? Uh, well, I don't know if that. Like, are you going to get into spoilery? I was going to talk the two times we see the monster specifically mm-hmm. uh, but i'll say the first time we see i think the 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 penultimate thing where like of course they're gonna fight a monster uh-huh. looks pretty good the earlier time you see it when it's a little bit smaller of a fight i thought the cgi was not very strong for it it looks a little hokey at times yeah because like it's like banging on walls and stuff and like nothing's really moving with the monster it, it definitely feels like you kind of like drag him in dra- yeah exactly not and like i'm not trying to make a big stink about it like I still was in, okay. you know, but I think that's why they get away with like. I think on rewatch, I would maybe catch yeah. something like that more. But as a like a, a one one and done going through it, didn't it didn't really much. bother me too much. Yeah. Well, I think they, you know, their, their strength is making the human characters be more uh, villainous and things like that, and yeah. you know, that makes it for a cheaper 
way to do monsters by doing body horror and things like that. You know? True. Yeah, so they, they, even if I did have that gripe with that specifically, they have many good workarounds, so they don't have to do that all the time. Totally. Mm-hmm. What else, Bryn? Were you thinking anything else spoiler-free? <sighs> Ooh. I don't know. I think we probably could just get into it, right? right. I mean, it's a tight eight episodes. I like that so it's eight. I do too. Uh, I hate it when they're like 16. <laughs> they're like, no. I could have yeah, done with more, but you I also. Yeah. With more? Well, I think also as an audience member, I'm supposed to feel that way, and them as a creator is supposed to not give me that. Well, I think that's you good. Know? That means yeah. they did a good job. I agree. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I still, I could have watched another like eight. <laughs> I just really I was very into it I liked all the characters I liked all like what they were doing you know I know I want to talk about some of the new characters oh yeah um. well I'll say that I'm glad it wasn't any longer because I didn't really feel like the stakes were very high until the last episode mm-hmm. and so if they would have given me another you know three episodes where the stakes still felt kind of low it would have been too much for me it would have mm. not felt like the payoff was as rewarding as it should have been mm-hmm. so I liked that it was just a solid eight I think part of it, too, was that maybe the stakes were high, but not all the characters knew yet. Like, they had to sure. they had to kind of, like, come together to realize all these other things were happening at the same time. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, we kind of knew something was up in season one from the very beginning as soon as Will disappears. Right. So it's kind of like a different scale. It's yeah. hard to raise those stakes. It really is. We all know yeah. that it is a terrifying thing that's still unleashed in this world. Right. So it's like, yeah, how do you build on that? No. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I Just mean, even like some the, tropes. even the overall consequences of this season, like they defeat one thing, but they don't defeat like the whole the thing. thing st- like again, yeah. you know. Right. Right. But right. We'll see what the fu- you know. I'm sure we'll talk about what the future holds for that as well. I'm definitely curious to see. Like, have you guys read? Have they? hinted that they definitely want to do a certain amount of seasons or I think they're definitely doing they're one, definitely one doing more. four. Yeah. 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 I was kind of wondering if like four will wrap it up or if they're I could see maybe this is a better conversation for later, but yeah. my, my short version of it is I could see them wrapping these characters in this arc with season four, doing Stranger Things somewhere else with a new cast. And then doing a it style like Get back Revisit, together. yeah. So like five years, seven years later, you see the kids again, a little bit older, and then you do a crossover with the two casts. That's the way I would do it. Wow, I mean, that would be really cool. I think if the fourth season leaves me feeling the same way I felt about this third season, then yes, please wrap it up with those characters because <laughs> I think maybe one more season is all we have for now with this group. So I do think that's an interesting idea. I think also, I wonder if those kids are under contract and like now they're getting (laughs) to be more popular and more well known. They could always renegotiate. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if they want to go off and try other things. Yeah. I mean, even the first season was very like insular. Like they could have just wrapped it then. There are still questions, but it could have been like that's just forever. Right. That's Mm -hmm. that's very true. But then they decided to kind of open it up and give us a little bit more give us a bigger bad and more exposition as to what the upside down is totally mm-hmm. so don't have a lot of rules though no they're not really building the rules they're not hard yeah. Yeah. which is fine which i'm okay with the show it is what it is yeah, yeah. well i mean i'm okay with it's what it they're as long you. as it's entertaining i mean like i'm like sometimes when shows have very like strict rules as to what's happening then it cre- then that's when people are like that's a plot hole mm-hmm. you know so ah. we, it's best to avoid that i think that's true make it a little more ambiguous Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Diana, any last spoiler-free thoughts? No, I think I'm good. Cool. I'm ready for spoiler time. We're ready. We're ready. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we are going to take a short break, and then we'll come back, and we'll get into those fun spoilers. Spoilers. Hello, and welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's own film laureate, Brian Robert Fitzgibbons, speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the Netflix original series, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, uh, I hear Drake's grooming, <laughs> either way, Stranger Things, um, 11, the first season was pretty good, I don't know. Uh, Broody, whatever his name is. I don't want to talk about Stranger Things. This has been another episode of It's Fits. Alright, welcome back. We're getting into Stranger Things 3. Spoiler territory. Character development. Plot theories. All the things. <laughs> Cinematography, set locations, gonna talk about Starcourt Mall. Yeah. All of that stuff. The mall. <laughs> I worked in a mall for three years. And was that as fun as ooh, that? flashbacks. <laughs> no, like, Keith was like, I remember when malls used to look like that. Yeah. yeah, it looked like a fun, happening place. Well, <laughs> yeah, now they're kind of sad. For yeah, some, they're very sad. For Am- some, Amazon uh, eviscerated them. <laughs> oh, Amazon is gonna eviscerate itself. True. <laughs> Yeah, for some local, uh, for some local throwback, the in Fishkill where the Home Depot is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Duchess be, Mall. Yeah, Duchess Mall used to be cool. The right? Duchess it Mall looked pretty cool inside. Used to be cool. Yeah, the Duchess Mall is the first place I ever went to. The Gap. Ooh. Is that so, where the flea market is now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And they had a pretty sweet movie theater there. I remember there so, was like a. I definitely domey, got some nostalgia vibes in there. Was there a water fountain in the center of it? Or something like, like that. Something like that. I remember that because I was young. I also I remember there. going to the South Hills Mall and going to get Orange Julius, which I saw on this yeah. show. I was like, oh. I went to the anime store in the South Hills Mall. Oh, I would have been there. Yeah. Before I was just movies. Like, I'm into this. <laughs> Get me, I got some Pocky and bought a gun. Exactly. I was like, I'm going to buy some Pocky yeah. and go to the movies. That weird soda where you have to like shove the ball in it. Yes. Like, yo, kindred spirit. I'm Whoa. Glad. <laughs> Every time I try to explain the ball soda, people are like, you're out of your fucking No. Mind. Then it like became go small, but nah, it's okay. Yeah, it's spooky mall. Sorry. They don't have ball soda in Hawkins, Indiana or Versailles, Indiana. Where the, I'm the, from. Well, the anime <laughs> invasion happens mostly in the 90s. So that's yeah. true. We'll see. A little yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely had Pocky. That's for sure. (laughs) But yeah, the the mall was really cool, but also I was very tired of the mall. Oh, yeah. By the time the whole season was over, I'm like, gosh, like, can't we be anywhere else other than this mall? I mean, technically the (laughs) Russian base is like also the mall, so they are really in there for for a while. (laughs) Yeah. How did we feel about this like Russian plot? Were we into it? I wasn't. I thought it was like a little too tropey for me, but... I think that goes back to kind of like your mileage may vary. Yeah. Like, like I was into it, but again, like I was into kind of like what they were pitching and selling, like I was here for. Were you into right. it for the cold open? What do you mean? Like the, the like, very first scene that you see? Yeah. Like it being the, you know how like season two kind of opened with the other characters being in 
New York or Pittsburgh or where, whatever yeah. city they were in. I can't remember now. I don't know why. The cold but, open is mm-hmm. that they're trying to open the gate, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Trying um, to open the gate. Yeah. I saw it as just kind of like necessary, like, you know, we need to know what's going on. I think the idea of the Russians doing it, I think, makes sense for Stranger Things. That sure. If you're going to expand the stakes and expand the world, like and you're doing 80s nostalgia, it makes sense to do Cold War. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I think that just, like, totally does. like makes sense. You know, if you're not doing Nazis, and you, you got to do Russians. Like, that's just kind of the way it I is. I also think maybe I was, like, a little lukewarm to it at first, but then once the one guy... Alexi. Alexi is... Mm-hmm. I actually like all of those scenes. I think that, like, those interact... I was a little bit worried about Murray coming back. And finding him annoying. I think he's so much better in this season. But I actually yeah. enjoyed it much more this season than second season. I agree. So I was kind of like, oh, his interactions with Alexi were pretty great. And I think just he's a bizarre person who just wants everyone around him to have sex all the time. And that's just well, weird. It's because he is so sexually frustrated. Yeah. yeah. I know. I kind of felt <laughs> he like needs to find a lady. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Man. Or whatever he's into. Yeah. Whatever I think I think Alexi into. was his boy. I don't know. Yeah. I Maybe kind I'm of, reading too much into it. I was sort of like, we don't need you to you know, repeat the argument of, like, from season two. Like, yeah. you two need to get to, Yeah, or, like, Nancy and Jonathan. Now it's, you know... Um, Joyce and Hopper. Totally. And I'm like, yeah, we know that. You don't need to say it, but that's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I think it's good. I think I would have not enjoyed the Russian thing as much if Alexi didn't exist. But I think by having that I think that, that definitely made it. Yeah, because, like, you know, if you just make them kind of, like... The bad guy. Like, right. <laughs> I'm not as into that. No one's into that. You know? Well, because no it also that. cemented yeah. it that they were bad when they killed one of their own. You know, because yeah. as soon as Alexi dies, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, they see him as a traitor, <laughs> but I mean, they're not trying to do anything that good with the Demogorgon, I don't think. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, even at the beginning when all of those people get dusted yes. by their first attempt, they right. don't seem to really be concerned that they no. just killed yeah. a so. group of their men. So Or their supposed you know, chief scientist, and then Alexei, by default, is becoming the new chief scientist. So, yeah. right, I would like yeah. to see the Russians be further humanized going forward, but in terms of, like, this season, what they're trying to do, I was here for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I definitely liked it as a, like, a, a location for later, like, having that plot point to involve the kids, yeah. having, like, the comedic of them putting on the uniforms and sneaking in as, for the adults. I kind of liked both of those sequences yeah. those are kind of nostalgic as Star watching Wars other and, yeah. yeah totally watching other movies where you're like oh this is the funny part they're doing the thing they're gonna mm-hmm. get caught oh no wait he speaks russian oh it's fine you know yeah. bald but, eagle exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah i did like the just smile and nod definitely and it worked <laughs> and joyce and hopper are like mm-hmm. mikhail yeah. sent for us mm-hmm. i know seeing joyce it dressed worked. up was pretty comical I love Winona Ryder. I think she is pretty awesome. I have a pretty big crush She's on Winona wonderful. Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've always had a big crush on Winona Ryder. I'm going to continue to have a crush on Winona Ryder. I, I also really enjoyed, like, I liked that they didn't immediately push on you, Choice and Hopper being together as I mean, an option. They still kind of, like, don't necessarily. Well, I mean, you know? we don't get the payoff. Yeah, fair. But by the end of the the show she's she's asking him if he wants to get dinner so that's sort of ready yeah Yeah. but having those sequences where we saw you know like her flashback to watching like cheers on the couch yeah 
and that was so sad. Or in like With she, Bob. yeah, her like pretending to have plans, and then she's just eating it's dinner a, by herself. It's a yeah. good way to do because I think some people complain, you know, justice for Barb and stuff like that. You know, I do think Bob newbie superhero. I think they yeah. they did a good job of making his sacrifice like still have like emotional weight. Yeah, plus Joyce has really been going through the. The grinder. It yeah, doesn't stop, I guess. Yeah. No. Someone give that girl a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun thing. Uh, this is very off topic from Joyce and Hopper. But one of my favorite things was the reference of Dustin calling the hilltop where he erected that giant radio to contact Cerebro. Susie. He calls, yeah, that's called Cerebro. And then the hill, he calls it Weathertop, which is from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. And I was that's like, good. oh. Nice little nod to maybe yeah. Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. So good. Lots of really good, like, under-the-radar references. That's yes. what I was really into. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Agreed. More so than the really in-your-face references, I guess. I've done with both. I think the yeah. Coca-Cola scene is the one that I'm like... You guys really like Coca Cola? Huh? Oh, because well, because oh, I think New Coke. I think yeah. they're making the joke about New Coke yeah. because that was a big deal when but it happened. It, like, you remember in um, it was ridiculous? Yes, but you remember in like uh, <laughs> Wayne's World two when they're making like the advertisement joke? Oh, I love it. Just it. felt like that. Or <laughs> little like, yellow, different. Yeah, yeah that was just. Uh, it's like you never. You're always straddling that line when you start doing like uh, for sure. You know, for sure, advertisement like that. But I definitely loved the. Billy sequences at the pool. So, like, with all the moms, you know, waiting for him to come out of the locker room. Uh, Billy, I think... He killed it this season. so good. I mean, I think the, the kid who He's plays Will, good. Noah... Yeah. Uh, that, what's Noah his name? Schnapp. Noah Schnapp. Oh, that plays Will Byers? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he is the best of the kid actors. I think the best, like, overall actor is, is the guy who is plays Billy. Billy. So, oh Dacre? Montgomery mm-hmm. or something like that? Mm-hmm. So Red Ranger. Is he... White Ranger, that's what... No, Red Ranger. Red Ranger. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yes. I still haven't buy. seen it. Well, Red Ranger... No, Green Ranger turns into White Ranger. But Mike definitely... <laughs> Spoke highly and was like, oh, I hope this guy ends up in something else. So he was excited to see him yeah. cast. I mean, he was good in season two, but he was he's, really he's, he's yeah. next level in this. This is much more nuanced, he's too. Kind of a star. It, like, yeah. gives him some depth and gives him some sympathy. And, it's yeah, he was, he was great. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I think that first episode, to me, just the tonal shifts between really serious moments and then mm. there's really goofy pool moments and you get two goofy pool moments. You do. And they're kind of spaced out temporally from other scenes where you get one pretty early on and then you get maybe two or three other scenes of other things happening and then you get back to the pool and you see Nancy uh, swimming in the pool and there's a moment of silence where she's swimming and oh, then the mom? music yeah, 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 yeah comes in. Karen. And that felt like, why wasn't the music just like playing immediately at the beginning of the scene rather than like you see her swim for like a second and then the music starts? Interesting. I just felt maybe the first episode I was just highly critical of because I was just like, whew, they're throwing a lot out, seeing what sticks. And then the whole season was kind of like that, which made me appreciate the first episode a little bit more. Hmm. I love that first episode. But yeah, the, the the pool scenes were pretty funny. I guess it's it's hard too because when you have like a long break between seasons and you have such high expectations, you're always going to kind of look at that first episode with like a critical lens for sure. Yeah. But I yeah, I just thought like overall visually it was so tight. I was just yeah. like, man, this is this is a good looking show, guys. Nice job. I I just <laughs> I really appreciated the the pacing of the first yeah. episode. That's the thing that really got me into it. Where because that was my criticism of season two. Where at the beginning I felt like there were just retreading like things that like me as as a 
audience member who who watched season one pretty a lot like i was like <laughs> i know i know guys like i know what's going on and then ah. it took a while to it took like three episodes until it was kind of like the plot started i felt like whereas in this season i really felt like they're like let's get these character dynamics like they show like relationships are different now they are like, they show sure. all those things you know between hopper and 11 and michael and 11 and michael and hopper and all those things and like right. you know i like that they Mike is definitely kind of a shit down. this season. He's kind yeah. of a shit, but he's... You know, but it's he's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's I also think, scared. Yeah. yeah. I think it's cute, too, that I think with it just being Mike and Lucas hanging out a lot, because they're the ones who have the girls. Right. Yeah. Without having Dustin around, because he goes to camp for the summer. Right. I think Dustin is kind of like Will's backup. Yeah. Where he was like, no, we're nerds, we're kids, but he's Will's kind of outnumbered. Yeah. yeah, for the summer. And even if Dustin then, was around, he has a girlfriend too. Yeah, technically. Yeah, but yeah, I thought those like yeah the Mike and Lucas were just like crazy shitty at the beginning. You're just like, whoa, yeah. what um, happened? Unfortunately, to kids? the way they hang out is the way that thirteen year old boys. Totally. As someone yeah. who has been thirteen and totally is just like yeah. that, and you know it, the blanket statement is all thirteen year old boys are pieces of shit, and that's yeah. just the way that it is. <laughs> well, I yeah. kind of love that it allows um, that friendship to develop between yeah. Max and Eleven. Because yeah, that was cool. I think those sequences are really fun, and I think it's nice that they're not. You know, she's no longer viewing Max like competitively because she now sees her, and I like that she just shows up, catches her skateboard, and is like, "Can we talk?" <laughs> And you're like, yeah, you still talk like a robot. Okay, good. Because I was worried they were going to, like, all of a sudden make Elle speak like a normal person. And I was yeah. like, please, no. And, like, she had, like, a book, like, speaking good English. And I'm just like, oh, okay, good. Let's I, baby yeah. steps this because you still, like, grew up in a bunker. <laughs> so well, she clearly didn't want to spend any time learning how to talk. She no. only wanted to use her mouth. For she just wanted to make out. But, you know. It's true. She but had I, other plans for her mouth that summer. <laughs> but I love Angry Dad Hopper. Like I liked it's all so those good. sequences of him showing up at the hardware Kirsten store. Kirsten was to talk just like, to. I don't like Hopper this season. He's a dick. And I'm like, he's just well, an angry he, dad. He loves his daughter. He's and, protective. You know, he hates it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's protective. They're not hanging out as much. He never got to deal with this phase. You know, it's, no. it's just as new for him as it is for totally. Him. Yeah. yeah, I love I love the idea of him like showing up to complain mm-hmm. and be like, I could ki- I could kill him. I'm the I'm the chief of police. Whatever. You know, like, <laughs> no one would ever find out. I'm like, yes. I do love that first shot that you see of Hopper and he's in the chair. And he Ugh. looks like, and I'm like from that, The Shining. I'm like, that's me. It's great. <laughs> he's just like he drinking like, beer and eating chips. And he's like Jack Torrance out. Totally. He's just like. Yeah. He's so beige. So vacant. <laughs> yeah. He's on some next level, like, I'm depressed and drinking shit in Dad this bod. season. Dad bod too. But it's like, you know, he's always been like smoking a cigarette, having having a few pills, drinking some beer. I feel yeah. like in this season, he's like, he's on a bender. This season yeah, to me seems more yeah. like um, like he's relaxed into his dad bod. Like he's like, okay, I'm a parent now. I can do this. I'm not as self-destructive, but I'm still quasi-destructive. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's like he got all buff for Hellboy. And then yeah. this is post Hellboy. Yeah. This is the and other extreme. Like, he has, yeah. He has bad coping mechanisms. That's fine. Yeah. He certainly does. That's all right. I like him <laughs> watching Magnum P.I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I I thought Hopper was great this season. I, yeah. I really do like him and Joyce's uh, relationship. And, and, I, and I really like how they, you know, they never made them smooch or, uh, mm-hmm. you know. 
I, I thought it was I thought that that relationship was very well handled. Yeah. And uh, you know, the scene where he confronts the mayor and like kicks his ass and it's just like that's one of my favorite scenes in, in the whole season. Oh, you know, man. where you have Winona Ryder in the other room and she like pulls out the uh, phone card. She's like, who are you going to call? Like, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. And then like, you know, he has his finger in the Elvis, cigar man. thing and you see the cigar what thing like, way earlier. This season. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Very unexpected. I didn't yeah. know Carrie Olds was going to be in this. Aging Wesley. Here he is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So got, good. It got very saw there. So smarmy. Moment. Yeah, it did get very saw there <laughs> so with the good. finger in the in so the cigar good. cutter. I love that. Well, I just like you know I was talking to to Burge about it because uh, we were kind of watching it around the same time, mm. and and one of the things Burge said is just like you know you always forget that how like capable Hopper is until he kind of like switches it on, and he's always like kind of that's true absorbing information. And then, like, you know, when shit hits the fan, he's, like, kind of the most capable person in the room. And actually right, can, he like, just gets, like, activated. Yeah, yeah, it's basically <laughs> turns on, like, cop mode and is, like, just very good at what he does, you know. Right. But he spends the rest of his time, like, getting high and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's very capable, but he's also extremely unprofessional. Yes. Like, the whole time yeah. watching him, I'm like, oh, come on, dude. He's not a great cop. <laughs> you could have handled this in a better way. <laughs> yeah. But I know you're dealing with shitty people. Yeah. I think but... also that's supposed to be part of his charm. But maybe it's not. I don't know. I, I feel like in the time that we're in now, yeah. it's very disconcerting to watch it. But, sure. but yeah. back then. But back then. Things slid. Yeah. <laughs> I think contextually him as a character and as a cop and the good he's done for, for Hawkins before, I'm like kind of cool with it. Yeah. I, I do think that's a very fair criticism. He's it's also hard. just such a dick to Mike. Like, he's he a threatens a child. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's right. just like, well, I'm happy now. Yeah. It worked. My threatening worked. I mean, him and Mike also have this, like, relationship. That's that's the other thing about all those characters. They have this relationship kind of beyond, like, the norm because they've all experienced this, like, yeah. otherworldly trauma together. Right. So I think they're they both, have, like, They're some... both very protective of Eleven. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for so, different... like, yeah. not, not to excuse what he did, but I think, well. you know, he... I, I, that's why I think their dynamics are so strong because like they can still treat each other like dicks even though they share this like you know it's like we basically saw like multi-dimensional aliens together and, and we still try and keep it normal and live yeah. our lives. I, I kind of love the you know Mike is being a dick like the whole sequence of like he's gonna try and have this nice heart to heart with the kids and then he like whispers Mike whispers in Eleven's ear and does something to make her laugh and I'm just like that little piece yeah, of I shit I want to smack him yeah, that but then like, I was like that's gonna be the tipping point that would be me as yeah. a parent I would freak the fuck out so yeah. I kind of love the like yeah your mom called you know like just being like nope your grandma's <laughs> sick <laughs> Nana you know like I kind of loved the him like hitting the door locks in the car like you're not going anywhere yeah. mofo <laughs> So, Those yeah, so good. not to say that that's good parenting, but no. <laughs> it was still enjoyable no, watching. And <laughs> yeah. I definitely had my own uh, growing up with, with various bouts of not so great parenting. So. I think we all have, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that no, was good. Yeah. What about some of our other core core cast? They're, they're, they're looking gawky. They're they're looking very gawky. Their haircuts are out of control. Yeah, <laughs> Will Byers. Yeah. yeah, is it a wig? Oh, I is don't it a wig? Mike said it was a wig. I don't know if you I think so. I'm not sure. He thought that Mike's hair was also a wig, but I think Mike's hair is, is real. real hair. I think they just do a job on straightening it out. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think they <laughs> 80s it up for all yeah. of them. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I do think Noah Schnapp typically does have shorter hair, and he yeah. wears a slick back, so maybe his is a wig. Maybe for Will. 
possibly. No, no fair their, faucet all their spray for him. Outfits like they're yeah. so like gangly and they are. Everyone's middle. got their socks pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Buttoned up shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely love all of the new eleven clothes when she goes shopping. All the eighties fashion. Yeah, all the all the I like suspenders. It too. <laughs> yeah, she looks yes. fly. She does. She that one great. black dress is fly as fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's an awesome outfit. It was just so weird, though, for her to be like, well, how do I know what I like? But it's like, remember yeah. last season when you were totally badass and decked out in all leather? Bitching. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't, but she, she, doesn't, she doesn't like that look, though, you know? No. <laughs> She's, you know, Eleven is, is trying to find her identity, and that's true. fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she might not even like boys, probably. You'll see. You know, let's talk about... I think she likes boys. Let's yeah. talk about uh, her and Max. I kind of, like, I liked certain things, and I didn't like certain things. About the the kind of new the new friend. She's like a good and bad influence, right? Well, good, yes, for sure, but also like a little um, like for the the arc that she went through in season two, where she kind of like came together with Lucas, and then now all of a sudden I felt like she was like, well, you know, we don't see them dating per se, mm-hmm. but. I felt like all of a sudden she was like so angry with all of them yeah. all the time. Kind of she, like she critical, like wanted to have Eleven like be like, yeah, dump his ass. You know, like kind of. Um, but at the same time, it was it was pretty funny and nice to have that interaction where she's like the one giving her pointers on girl stuff when you don't see Max as a typical girl usually either. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It really did feel like Max was a different character. Yeah. This season. To yeah. Me, which wasn't great. Yeah. For the writing, in my opinion. Okay. But yeah, she just seemed like angry. She did seem angry to me. And bitchy. And she was kind of like the foil to Billy. She was like the nice one who wanted to get along with the new people that she just moved to town with. And she wanted to make friends. Right. And this one, it's like, yeah, all of a sudden she like kind of also doesn't want to be friends with people. But maybe she just wants to exploit Eleven's powers to kind of get back at the boys because the boys are dicks. Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely convoluted. It was definitely complex. I definitely enjoyed them being able to spy on the boys. (laughs) That seems so good. It's so funny. And it was like a great interaction to have Eleven cracking up and being able to crack up with somebody else. Like it was just a nice see her be a real kid. Eleven's powers are kind of in overdrive this season. Yeah. You know, which is like, I think is why ultimately she kind of loses loses her her batteries drained. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She gets a nosebleed like every other scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot in this one. But, but even despite that, there's every time that she, like, does something like throw a monster through a wall, like, I always forget that she, like, has the power. Oh, yeah. And that she's, like, the strongest character in the show. Like, the I, Upside Down yeah. is terrified of her specifically. I love yeah. the, uh, when they go back to the cabin and she has, like, and the monster is kind of attacking the house. And, yeah. like, all those sequences of her moving around and just, like, freezing stuff mm-hmm. to try and protect people. Like, those sequences are awesome. Yeah, the one scene where she, I think she takes one of the monsters and she, like, throws it against the walls before, like, flinging it out a yeah. window. Yeah. It's just like, or so she's like, cool. she's, like, essentially <laughs> chopping off limbs of, yeah. you know, it's it's very well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I like that. And that's, you know, that's by making her power not, like, flashy, like, a Cyclops array or, like, yeah. a, or claws, like, you can do a lot with it, I think. I Part think of me was smart. really hoping that for some reason that Will's character would have some kind of ability after going through what he went through. I mean, he He does. does. <laughs> the sense. The spidey sense. Yeah, yeah. he's got the shining. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, that's like one the of the yeah. The tingling shines. on the back of his neck. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The goosebumps. 
but I kind of wish that he's here. Exactly. He's here like fucking a thousand we're times. Like, we're like, dude, we know everything is shaking, or like that yeah, monster I wish the came through the like, window. We know he's here. No shit. Thanks, well, it's like I'm feeling it. It's like I see the thing. <laughs> yeah. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me was embarrassed for Will when he dresses up in his wizard outfit and he's oh, trying so hard for I think them you're to play. Supposed to be, right? I was just like, please don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, I wasn't embarrassed. I was like, yeah, Will, you tell him. It's his oh, last. His well, last I was like, effort. I was embarrassed that they were like not coming around. Yeah. What do you guys make of the scene where where uh, Mike's like, it's not my fault you don't like girls. Oh, I think, think that, I think, think that is them slightly inferring that he's gay. I think so too. Yeah, I think Noah Noah Shop. Am I saying it right? Shop. Schnapp. Schnapp. There's like an Schnapp. Noah Schnapp. Uh, he did an interview and he said that because someone asked him kind of the same question and he said that like you know it's it's open to interpretation. Well, He's, season he, one he gets picked on. Yeah. And some people like, call him that. Or like mm-hmm. I think Jonathan says something to his mom to to infer that kids are picking sure. on him as potentially being gay. I think yeah. that that's sort of inferred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see I might be reading into it too much. No, I don't think it's that it's too I think it's open for interpretation. I yeah. think it could go you can it can go either way, well, can, you know. It, yeah. In like just in life too, but that pre-teen early teenager time is a weird time because certain people become interested in dating or romantic anything and other people are late to that to that game. Right. Yeah. And then you kind of get made fun of either way. Regardless. Yeah. No, I, I had friends in high school where they were just like, I'm not really trying to like do that. You know? <laughs> like that's just like not their thing. Yeah, well I yeah. mean like eleven, twelve year old Diana was like, I'm never getting married. Yeah. Boys are gross. <laughs> Hate everyone. Get away from me. Yeah. But then, you know, those things, things change. change. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think uh Mike and Lucas too, for whatever reason, they have the ability to get over what they experienced a lot easier than Will, who was literally missing. He's traumatized, an too. Entire like, he's like, how can I care about girls? This thing is always following me. Yeah. <laughs> like, why should I even care about Part that? Part of me is, I, I kind of, like, missed how in season two, Mike and Will had, like, a much stronger bond. bond. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, like, Mike a couple of times was like, are you okay this season? But... Overall, he was more gravitating to Lucas as like getting a boy advice on girls and stuff it's like that. that. Uh, I felt like Will had nobody to go to. It sucks, right? And you know, I, I, again, like that is like, yeah, that is being thing. that is being a boy, yeah. like especially when you're even in, Jonathan like, wasn't really around this season as when much you're to give in, Will advice. Though. Like friend groups of threes, yeah, somebody's uh, the odd. Someone's always the odd one out, especially when you're younger. And I'm sure like that that goes across all genders, but. It's kind of a bummer definitely happened to, to me when I was a young boy. That's yeah, the same too with Dustin being yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. really. It's like, kind of a bummer when group. Dustin mm-hmm. came back though that he didn't try and hang out with Will a little bit more. I don't know, but yeah, makes I mean, sense. That's, friend groups yeah. are like that sometimes, especially when you're kids, where it's like, oh, I don't hang out with this person unless like this person's like there as a buffer. Like, who sure. knows how that all works? Yeah, well, I, going I, away for two weeks—that's like an eternity yeah. in summertime. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I love. Uh, the kind of like reunion of him and Steve, like when they first see each other, is their best buds. It's so good. I just love it. The boys, I love it. And he definitely has that kind of like big brother vibe for yeah. him. So yeah, kind of makes sense funny. that he would want to seek him out because he feels burned by his buddies. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, I think Maya Hawk, uh, her character Robin, is like one of the best like ways of introducing a new character into a show and just like it's very well done. Yeah, I think it's so good. I think again, it's it's that pacing of the show that I think is so good, where they're just like because like I feel like when Max and Billy got introduced in season two, there was like 
a magnifying glass on like, them. Here as they characters. are. Yeah, yeah look like, at them. We got to talk about them. And then <laughs> this in was this much season, more gradual. Yeah, and I think she still had the same like great moments that those other two had in season two. You know? I also yeah. I really liked that kind of from the get go. Dustin was like, "Oh, she's cool." Like, yeah, there's this girl who's right here who's cool. Yeah, and then I liked that they their relationship develops and you know changes and we can talk about that more but yeah. just like how they kind of have a good influence on each other for sure she's yeah. a good other foil for steve yeah you know? she's a good influence on steve and probably you know to her surprise she was like i really like you yeah. like not what she expected and you're mm-hmm. kind of like oh these are different cliques in school that never interacted and now they do right. in the real world which is which is a reality mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. seeing people outside of high school yeah yeah, Dustin has that innate talent where he can seek out the best yeah. in the people around him. Yeah. Like, especially with Lucas's younger sister, Erica. Oh, I love he was her. Like, no, you're a nerd. I love Just that. admit it. Yeah. You don't want to. She's also cool. another great... I mean, she's been in the other seasons, but she has her kind of time in the spotlight in this one. She's Definitely. So I know. She was so likable in season two that I think that's why they beefed her up for this one, but I was really glad they did. Into it. I kind Agreed. of feel like, you know... Maybe so. Dustin's got his his camp girlfriend in Utah, but I feel like they're kind of setting up Lucas's little sister to be like, maybe when she gets older, Dustin will have a crush on her because <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like making them interact and like have weird stuff in common. And I mean, it would be very eighties to set up all these characters so they all eventually date. Yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I think the I think we'll that's see. one of the things with uh, sexuality and relationships they kind of do in this show where it's like tropey but still a little nuanced. Yeah. So we'll see how that. Yeah. goes forward. Mm-hmm. Not something I need to see. Wouldn't hate it if it happened. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I really like Dustin that he's like clinging to childhood. Like he, he wants to have the girlfriend. He likes it. Right. But he's not like, I don't have to grow up or be a man. Like I can still be my dweeby self. Yeah. And I still mean, have this extra friend. speaks to me as yeah. he talks about like video games on podcasts all yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, because I was that nerdy girl in school that I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd like to have a boyfriend. That'd be cool, but I'm not going to like... Not grow up. Heard. Yeah. yeah I also gonna... like the idea that they're like, girls go to science camp? And he's like, yeah, she's really smart. Mm-hmm. So. She's, she's hotter than Phoebe something. Phoebe Kate. Yeah. So that's so at, in that, um, at the end scene when they're trying to get jobs. A family yeah. video. A family video. That cutout is Phoebe Kate's. Oh, I that's, see. Uh, fast, fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now I know. Yeah. Now yeah. I know. Yeah. Which is yeah. also a fun movie to watch. I'll have, <laughs> I'll have to put it on the list. Yeah, a m- much younger uh, Sean Penn. Yes, <laughs> skater boy. I said, "See you later, boy." <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that build up to Susie as well was really cute. And Did even you guys though think that she was moment, real up until then, or? unfortunately, I had seen a GIF of oh, no. her singing, so I knew I, she was real. And I then, kind of assumed that she was going to be real, but I didn't necessarily think that like. She was going to be the linchpin to know this yeah. digits of whatever. Weird. Like yeah. I was, I thought maybe I at it. some point <laughs> I was like sixty forty. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were going to continue to use the radio for Russian transmissions, and that eventually it was going to be like, Dustin, are you there? Yeah. And they were all going to be like, Oh <gasps> shit, she's real! You know, like I thought that I was sort of like, this is a long drawn out singing of Never Ending Story, which is a movie that I grew up watching all mm-hmm. the fucking time, but still. That was a long sequence of listening to Never Story. <laughs> it was really cute. It was. I really enjoyed it. But it definitely slowed down the plot. Oh, yeah. You're sort of like, like whew, that, all right. That kind of could have been an awesome after credit scene 
or like a yeah. half credit scene in a movie theater, you know, where you're having like your silly mid credit scene. It's a it's a choice, right? I mean, yeah. they're like, we want to break up the tension. Yeah. So they were like, yeah. let's do this. Like, um, and, and it's a reveal, just, so they have to kind of give a little bit more time to it, I guess. I love that Joyce is just like, like shaking her head, like leaning against the door, like Jesus, you know, yeah. like all the kids in the car, are like what the hell is this? It's so good. It I... is pretty good. It yeah, I, good. I definitely kind of felt at the end, and we can get into like the final moments at the very end of this podcast. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, part of me was like, Susie's to blame. <laughs> she she took so long singing this damn song. Yeah, Dustin. yeah. She, she took she all the time. Know, she didn't totally. know the stakes. I guess. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't. But Just like shut up. Dusty Buns or whatever she was calling him. Joyce ever met her. She's kind of like a stink eye. Like totally. Yo, fuck you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Also, I found it weird that like Dustin was even concerned about being made fun of because it seems like he gets made fun of all the time. He does. He's usually pretty okay with it, but I guess not by but not by his boys. Yeah, not by his boys. That's the difference. Yeah, he was a little probably embarrassed about. Dusty Bun. Yeah. Yeah. Susie Poo. Because if he gets made fun for being a nerd, he's like, I don't give a fuck. But like, if he has to. Even as an adult, you know, sometimes when you show affection to a loved one, you're like, yeah, me. Well, plus like real life Gatton or Gaten, however you say his mm-hmm. name. I think it's Gaten. Is a singer. Yeah. He was like a musical theater kid. Oh, well, uh-huh. But on the show, he's not known for singing. So I'm sure in reality, singing in front of your, you know, 13 year old boy dude friends is yeah. embarrassing regardless. You're yeah. just like, no, don't Probably. make me. Oh, shit. Don't make me sing in front of people. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but. Yeah. So yeah, something that I thought was really funny was that while Dustin was getting made fun of, Steve was also getting made fun of hardcore. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was more into for sure. With all of his child friends, mm-hmm. like <laughs> how many and how many children are you so, friends with? <laughs> he's so confident still. Like it was a little sad though to see him like getting turned down by the girls now that he's like scooping ice cream. When yeah. you're sort of like, oh, at least he had that going for him before, and he still liked Nancy. But he's gotta were... find a new yeah thing, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It's getting older. No one likes the ice cream scoop guy. No. You're no. dressed like a sailor all day. Like. And he kind of makes like a little aside like his dad is punishing him mm. because he didn't get into college. So you're kind of like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's some real shit. Right. Whereas like at the end of, or not at the end, but like midway season two, Nancy's trying to like help him get into school. And yep. he's like, but I could just stay here and be closer to you for your senior year. And you're kind of like, ah. Yeah. Sad times. <laughs> What did you guys think about um, kind of the Nancy Jonathan arc with the paper and sort of the like the chauvinist aspect of the 80s, which is probably accurate. I'm sure yeah. very accurate. Uh, I go back and forth. I feel like they haven't been as a duo like they haven't been as interesting as they were in season one. When like, they, they haven't the hit that peak yet because yeah. like the whole like Steve, Jonathan, um, uh, Nancy, like dynamic in season one is just like perfect it's like one it's of the best good. parts it's so yeah. good and it's very it, well like, done culminates and i feel like in season two they're kind of doing what they're doing now which is like this like pseudo investigative reporter type thing um, right they have a little bit more going on because they s- still actually, haven't gotten together in season two so you're like hoping yeah. and waiting for that payoff yeah i thought mm-hmm. that their uh stuff that they were doing in this season was like fine and serviceable um yeah. I, I i do you know, I do think it's, it's Jonathan's definitely more supporting. 
Yeah, definitely. He doesn't really have I much. Mean, yeah, and I'm glad that they like kind of conveyed like realistically what Nancy working in that situation was like, you know? It's but. kind of, it's realistic, but you're also like, man, if you were an intern, it's not like she's just a female employee and she's getting passed up. Yeah. If you're an intern and you're a high school student, I feel like the expectation that you would get to write a story should not exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's not, like, a realistic expectation. Yeah, you're getting coffee. You're a high school student. How, how sexist of you. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, no, all right, funny. maybe Jonathan can go get coffee, too. But, yeah. like, they're both students, you know. And yeah. When you think about it in those terms, it's just in real life they are older and we're like, oh, yeah, they're young, but they're trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, the, yeah, the reality of, like, that whole, like, office of men and Gary Busey's son Man, that guy was scary. No, yeah, they're all such. I mean, that would shit. have to be his son. <laughs> oh my god, he was awesome though. Like, so definitely, maybe their plot line was a little weak, but that sequence of them combating all of the various people. Yeah, man, that was terrifying. Yeah, like them yeah, that getting tracked in, down in the, in the hospital. In the hospital, right? Yeah, that, that was great. awesome. And yeah, then, that was like, really good. all of the, like, scary Nancy Drew puns and stuff like that, you're just like, oh, shit, is going down. Like, <laughs> yeah. that me, was very well done. I, I wonder what their, like, future careers will be if they're always going to pursue this, like, investigative reporter. Oh, as um, their, like, stories? Yeah. yeah. Well, now they're split up, so we'll just have to see how that dynamic I thought it was goes. weird that they broke up. I don't think they broke up. I don't think they broke up, but they're definitely like, okay, you're moving away. Yeah, well, I figured, like, I'm surprised they just didn't, like, get their own. Are they still in high school? I think they're... Are they so that, be seniors? that was very ambiguous. So to me. Yeah, yeah, so that was a so thing. I'm not sure. In reality, I think that this, I think the timing of this would be like before their senior. The year? summer before their senior year. Is that I what thought, you're thinking? Okay, because I thought that they summer after senior year. Maybe I don't know. I thought that it was summer after senior year because I thought Steve is the same age as them. But I think they were both um, going to be going off to college if it was the summer after their senior year. So I think the idea of them being separated would be a little less yeah. of a big deal. Whereas then this you would is think, just stay together. Yeah, find or an like they or, can yeah. they can visit each other when they're in college. Maybe like they would have had that idea. Like, whoa, right? Maybe we're both going to go to New York or Chicago, somewhere cool where they can get. You yeah, because my thing was like just move in together or something. But that's right. why I was like, maybe I'll understand you know, what I age think, they are. You know, the idea yeah. that they're like sleeping over and she's like ducking out the window is still the idea that they're young. You know, they're still like right. th- that sort of like facade to Joyce, even though she probably has an she's, idea. She totally has an she idea. Totally she's totally idea. cool with it. Yeah. She comes yeah. out with that big smooch on his cheek right. and Joyce is like, let me get this before <laughs> you go to work. And it kind of gives her that opportunity to talk to Will too. Like, you know, you're that might change later when you are interested or if you fall in love with somebody. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. True. But definitely Jonathan, not as strong this season. Mm-mm. He's just kind of there. He doesn't have a lot to do. He doesn't. Yeah. Which Whereas, is, yeah. yeah. I kind of liked last season him being like the good brother. Yes. Like yeah. him being like, it's Dealing okay if with you're all a freak. The PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a freak. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's interesting is a freak. You know, like. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's hard when you, when you kind of segment the characters into groups like that. Yeah. And, and it's a very necessary evil, I think, for what they're right. trying to do. But. Right. Some characters are just going to get sidelined, and it's like kind of the buyer's boys kind of yeah, a little, little sidelined. Yeah, a little less this season, yeah. less drama. The Jonathan and Nancy dynamic, though, is what gets into, I thought the most satisfying part of the season is like when they start following Driscoll, yeah. Mrs. Driscoll, and they start figuring out like, oh, she is also now this kind of creature. It's kind yeah. of like Invasion of the Body her. Snatchers, for sure. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Because, yeah, that I think was probably watching her the eat fertilizer. Part. Jesus. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the best part for me, just like the actual yeah. manifestation of this creature. That was very cool. Very neat. Yeah. I mean, you don't get the hospital scene without them doing all that stuff. I also, the hospital scene's very cool. The whole yeah. sequence of, okay, I'm going to forget her name also, but the other lifeguard that worked with Billy. Hannah, mm-hmm. right? Being at her house and I then. It's, it's not Hannah? I'm going to check. So. I thought it starts with an H, I think. I think it's Rachel. I'm about a dollar on an H name. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I'll find it for you. I'll find it. <laughs> uh, that scene in that house, though, is wild. Right, it's but the, so like, good. the, you know, leading up to her knocking her own parents unconscious yeah, is dude. so terrifying. It's intense. Yeah. It really is. It's really well done. Um, Heather? Pay up, ladies. Heather, <laughs> Heather Holloway is her Heather character. Heather Holloway, two H's. That's two dollars each, yeah. ladies. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's the right person anything. because the, da- the dad is Tom Holloway is the, his character. So. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, yes, Jake sure. Busey. Dude, he was so scary. He was. Yeah, I He's also like, kind of uh, giving me weird Biff vibes for some oh, reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that might be there by design. I, I yeah, believe that. Yeah, the hair. Um, <laughs> well, it's just like the... Yeah. Russian following them is just like oh, a yeah. Terminator. Totally. It's just like, all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It. I, loved, I loved that whole Terminator subplot and he just looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, he totally does. He looks just like Yeah, it's so good. They give him the weird hair. It's oh, so light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was into Definitely. Decaf Arnold. Decaf yeah. Arnold. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, I love that. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the design of the infected, the mind flarians. What did you um, think about the all the like yeah. the exploding, melting bodies? Gross. It's into pretty it. gross. Into it. I mean, it was cool. It was cool. But it was yeah. definitely gross. gross. I didn't like watching the rats explode. Those were, that was pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. I'm but not I, I like usually that the monsters, a gross, like, this gross weird, horror. Like you know, you can see like the bones and stuff in them when he's like moving around. It's so cool. crazy. I liked it. Yeah, I liked mm-hmm. the design. I always liked the design of the Stranger Things monsters. Not my favorite because I think the Demogorgon is more of my Demogorgon's awesome. He's my cooler speed. looking. It's more like Alien, whereas this is more like Goop. It's like the Thing kind of. Yeah, yeah it's more the like blob. Goop monster. Yeah, totally. Blob, yeah. So like, so are we meant to believe that those people are all dead? I would assume I so. I think so, right? Okay. Well, because at the end of that's the- a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's what they- Like, in that's the, way more casualties than seasons prior. Well, remember, yes. like, at the end of, of this season, they have, like, the newspaper, like, spinny things, like, 30 dead in Hawkins, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I, th- I think that's the 30, the flayed, are, are all these missing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Controversy. Yeah. Right. Very weird, too, that still it's, like, covered up. Like, yeah. what happened is still reported to the world as, like, this Sorry. weird thing that is not an alien. But people just died. There was a fire. Yeah. yeah. It's strange, but I guess it's in the time where people are a little less connected without the internet and stuff. So, like, right. you could maybe easier get just, away with Yeah, it. easier to yeah. spin stuff in a For newspaper sure. way than... Yeah. The people at Hawkins probably, like, know a little bit more of what's going on, but who would believe them? Interesting. Crazy. And they're influenced by Satan. Well, Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even just the crowd at the 4th of July festival seems like very like podunk and like, yeah, really rural. Yeah. And then the mob who are protesting on the mayor's lawn at right. the beginning of the season two, they make the town of Hawkins seem very like stupid, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. It's sort of like that idea of like small town America dying, and mm-hmm. then that's sort of like a metaphor in the show too. Just yeah, like the, the, the innocence and everything's going away, and literally the mall is like the hideout for these Russian spies. <laughs> like it's just really thick, but that's eh, okay. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the nose metaphors are, are yeah. sometimes, right? That's all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I forget what I was going to tell you guys, but I was thinking earlier too that um, just that I really enjoyed the sequences where we got to see Elle go into Billy's memories. Yeah. I thought that was very cool and well done because I, I, like I kind of like seeing her be in that aspect of it's not quite the upside down. It's like her, you know, dark space yeah, where I, she's trying to access somebody else. I like seeing her <laughs> use her powers not just for like destruction or defending someone, but also yeah, for like empathy. slamming doors. Yeah. You know, it's like cool <laughs> to see her. That, that's like, you know, some of my favorite like sequences of her using her powers is when she does the like, uh, she she goes into like that uh, astral plane if the you void. so the yeah. void yeah okay. and like yes. talks to them so I think like her you know I like seeing her engage with characters in that way and she can she becomes like also a vessel of empathy it was a cool she's sequence like a fucking too. god well <laughs> yeah, I I just liked the way like visually it was handled too where she's trying to reach him and then she falls back like that's yeah. just a cool and way she gets, to like, drop her deeper, into it there's like the mind flare fog is happening yep. yeah that yeah. was all really cool and she falls into water and then she wakes up in the waves yeah right. it looked very neat yeah. I think it was just visually very cool and it also gave you some empathy or sympathy for Billy, yeah, for sure. A character that's been kind of devoid of it. You know, yeah. You feel bad that it's like, I don't You're think like, he deserves to have an evil. alien egg in him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Definitely. The sauna scene is like, that's like, that's his spaghetti scene. Yeah. The sauna scene, I think. He's so, so it's kind of crazy because like, did you guys, at least for a second, did you like freak like, oh shit, she can't stop him. Like he's going to choke her out. Or maybe not kill her, but like, I was like, he's actually strong enough. To hurt her. I mean, Whereas I guess prior I like, to that, you're sort of like Elle's the strongest. Nobody's gonna hurt her. I mean, I think this. Sh- I think this season's trying to kind of throw that t- out there, test it. Yeah, it's just like she can be overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and now she's like, un- the scariest moment for me in this season is when she does not have her powers at, she, the, at the critical moment when she tries like, to crunch the soda can and she yeah, can't. And it's just like. Oh fuck! Like, yo, we really need her, you know, because like the the mind flare goop monster is still like fucking around. They're like, yo, we really need you to like be able to k- keep doing your thing. And she's like, I'm used up, you know. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that was like the scariest moment for me. It's like, oh, everyone's like vulnerable because they spent the whole season of her like really defending everybody a lot and using her powers like OD. So like, you know, it's a, I'm kind of glad that it her. didn't just automatically repeat that though, because that was really season two. It was just like, Elle saves a day. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I was talking about too, with the stakes feeling very low in mm. the season until the last episode, because the last yeah, episode the, is so good. At though. the end of season two, when we don't know if Elle's coming back or not, and then she shows up right at the right moment. That's such a good Opens episode. the door. Yeah, that's such a good Elle, scene. And she's standing there, and she's all badass in her leather. Yeah, and they're all like so back upset to see her. And so then yeah. uh, in this one, it's like any time that something bad is going to happen, Elle just happens to show up and mm. then like saves the day multiple times throughout season three until the end. Yeah. And then when she loses the powers, and it's like, ooh, okay, this is real now. Stakes are high. Yeah. Right. So I'm glad that they built up to that, but yeah, that was like the part for me that worked. Mm-hmm. Whereas her like saving the day the entire time. Well, I kind of liked like, when she finally right. got injured we get too, it. when yeah. she had like the blob in her leg. Oh, yeah, that's so nasty. It's definitely like Will Byers has to put yeah. his foot, or not Will. Um, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan has to put his fucking hand in her. It's just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was really well done. Yeah, great. that was yeah. cool. Then she's like, get, get it. I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got this. But I wonder why, like. I mean, do we think that it's just like a battery drain thing that made her like lose her powers? Well, I think that we're meant to speculate. Like we're meant to speculate. Like, Definitely. You know, is she just drained? 
is are her powers gone? What if she if her powers are gone? How does she function now when she's yeah. so used to that being a part of who I she mean, is? I think narratively, yeah. you got to take away her powers because then she can't find Hopper in the Upside Down because well, that's where he is. I also <laughs> see. I mean, there's that or, theory, yes. or there's post credit theory that he's the American. He's yeah. the American somewhere mm-hmm. in Russia behind closed doors. I doubt he's dead. No, he's not dead. You didn't see him die, so he didn't die. Yeah, no body, <laughs> no deal. Exactly. Yeah. Psh- but they done. nodded at each other a lot yes. before. I was like, just run. Just run yeah. to her. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. going to chill here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to sit here and nod. Turn those keys, Joyce. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> but uh, I like the idea, too, that like, but we kind of already had her like Yoda moment in season two where right. Elle like goes and like channels her power. And that was more like her rage. Yeah. So maybe this is like a flip side where she's kind of dealing with grief for the first time, really. And she's yeah. going to have to, like, get through that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's got to be hard. That whole last sequence where she's reading her letter from Hopper was awesome. Yeah. I don't think that she has lost her powers. I don't think so. But they're, um, they're like, blocked. They're blocked. Yeah. Her chakra's I also, blocked. Yeah. Because I also <laughs> don't think that, like, because I feel like you could, you could spin the argument that it's like, oh, well, we want to see Howard Eleven be if she was, like, a normal girl. I'm like, I think part of, like, what makes her very special is that she's, like, beyond normal, you know? That sure. she's has these powers and she's so capable and she can be the strongest and you know it doesn't take away from her character to, to have these abilities it teaches you to be normal when you're one of a kind yeah right Very i think true. it could i think that's sort of like some cool setups for potential next season is that seeing her become a part of the buyer's family because now she's lost hopper <clears throat> you know maybe yeah. she'll get the chance that her and Will are the only ones that have kind of gone through this weird shit. So maybe they'll become friends. Maybe they'll have like yeah. a sibling vibe. I hope so because they haven't had a ton of interaction and no. they, they share the same burden, really. Right. Yeah. So that could be cool. So maybe she'll get the experience of being in a regular family yeah, without powers that. and then need her powers to come back for whatever reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not by that. Yeah. Because there's got to be a reason for them to get back together, all of them, now right. that they've gone their different ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I know I've read some like weird speculations about season four. Oh, but yeah? what did you think about at the end of season three where you see them driving away? Mm. You see all of the cheerful goodbyes. Yeah. And then it kind of cuts back like five minutes prior to that. That was with Elle crying in the room and it's like, yeah. oh, they already left, but okay, now we're back to like Listening packing to... up the box again. Yeah. And we're like, ooh, what is this? That was interesting. It was an interesting it. choice. I think right? it's, it's reflective of when um, Hopper leaves out the ego in the box. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other the other thing I read about, I didn't notice this on my own, but the other thing I read about was how uh, the song that plays when she's reading Hopper's letter mm-hmm. is off the same album that uh, has the song that plays when they find Will's fake body. Oh, yeah. So, like... You mean the version of Heroes? I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it, it's, yeah, Peter it's Peter Gabriel version, cool. like the sad, sad Peter Gabriel version of, of Heroes, of Heroes yeah. which is awesome. And it was, like, that whole, when they find the fake body that they think is Will, that was mm-hmm. like... <sighs> yeah. But then reuse of it now when they, like, actually are heroes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of talk about that, about yeah. them being all-American heroes. Mm-hmm. Or you know about them being tough and can fight and yeah. things like that. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. We shall see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like a little weird time jump. Yeah, it was a little strange. It was a little off-putting. Contemplating whether season four will deal with time at all. Oh, which that could be interesting. Could be interesting. Well, I think kind of like that whole 
after credits sequence of a whole nother space that clearly has access to the upside down because they have the demodogs already. Yeah. You know? That's true. And then you're like, wait, how many places around the globe are trying to open these holes? Yeah. How many things are getting through? And to what end? And yeah. to what end? And also, like, and you know, what the, will happen because the of mind that? flare is still alive. True. Is the mind flare, like, operating Russia also? Like, you know? Yeah. Is there some kind of Stranger Things coup happening? Yeah, we don't necessarily know. Yeah. We also have, you know, not touched on at all this season, but last season's, like, there were other kids in the study. Yeah, yeah that's a no- I thought that was strange. They didn't touch on the sisters back. at yeah. all. Yeah, so yeah. just like this idea that there are other kids out there that have various types of abilities, not the same yeah. ability as Eleven. That's why I still think like yeah, you can do Stranger Things anywhere with yeah. like anybody, really, you yeah. know, at any time. So sure. like that's why I think it, you know, give these kids a rest, but come back to them in, in like. A while. Did any <laughs> yeah. while. did any of Let you ever them. watch like, grow up a the initial yeah, get, get season of Heroes? Too. Did any of you guys ever watch the nah. Nah. It didn't watch the return what? season? Like the original series of Heroes. Oh. The first yeah. like season or two is supposed to be mad good, right? They were good. Yeah. yeah, they were good. But like that could be like an interesting way because for a while it was like following one or two specific characters for a while. Yeah. And then like when you finally get really invested, all of a sudden they show another character in like another part of the country and you're like mm-hmm. what the fuck but then after that you're like no that character's awesome too and then they gradually their stories start to weave together so that yeah. could be cool to have some new characters sometimes you're that would like be cool. oh. yeah depends on what they're trying to cash in on True. are they trying to cash in on the brand or the kids right you know and right. i at this juncture i don't know because they can kind of go either way they could keep they could just keep doing the shit with the kids forever you know but well, i think it'd be wise brand yeah. wise to kind of do Try your hand at something else and a little fresher. I'd also like yeah. to see the kids do more again on their own. Like yeah. to kind of see them have to figure some stuff out. While with, being separate? Yeah, while being separate and then also like without Hopper being there to save them or mm-hmm. like having some other older authority figure to help them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like Because I mean, now they're getting to the age where they're going to have to start figuring shit out by I mean, themselves. without Hopper and without Eleven's powers, they are – at the at the weakest they've ever been, right? Realistically, right. Mm-hmm. But Joyce is probably maybe at the strongest. She's yeah, ever she's been. definitely sure. like the most questioning. She's like, mm-hmm. she's X Files. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she believes. I love. I love her going What's to see the science teacher and the science teacher like listening to music while he's like painting models in his garage. Listening to Weird Al. So yeah. good. There wasn't enough of Mr. Clark. For oh, sure. Mr. Clark is so good. He had at least one moment, but yes. yeah, yeah. No. That scene too. The writing. She shows up and it's like daylight, and they're yeah. hanging out for maybe a few hours. It's very unclear. And then she's like, "So tell me again about this." Like as soon yeah. as it cuts back, I was yeah. like, "Whoo, this writing." <laughs> Time flies uh, with theoretical physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What did you guys think about, like, the the new Robin interacting with Steve? Oh, Rob- I, mean, I, thought she that- was, I thought she was great. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought they just had a very good dynamic that felt like it's been there the whole time, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I think that's, like, how you introduce a new character. Yeah. Is, yes. is like that. And then, you know, her kind of reveal that she's queer is just, like, also very well handled. I thought so too. Super into it. Doesn't yeah. feel shoehorned, just feels like that makes sense. Well, because like their it. um their sequence of like being tied back to back and like yeah. drugged. I that definitely feels like a like a romancing the stone or like an Indiana Jones type yeah. sequence where they're kind of like, are they gonna get out alive? And uh, then it's kind of comical, but it gives you this way to like avenue to get into yeah. sharing information that they wouldn't normally. Yeah, no. I was into it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I felt it was a uh, little misleading, and granted, they were drugged. Yeah. And she doesn't owe Steve all of the information up front. No. But the way she was talking to him, I was surprised when the reveal happened. I think that was good, though. I yeah. think. I suppose. They were playing yeah. it close to their chest, the, yeah. that reveal. But uh, yeah, I think it's because like. She you was know. very forthcoming with it, but then it was like, well, then in that previous scene. I think she could also be kind of confused because she does say, Maybe. like, I like you a lot, mm-hmm. but like, you're not what i'm into yeah you know which like i think that that happens that's Mm -hmm. a thing that happens for sure out there well it's also like nowadays you're a lot more open to that well nowadays it's like you know now that you see you know gender on a spectrum and sexuality on a spectrum it's kind of like you know you're not confined to the binary of of straight or gay but kind of like putting it in the framework of she was like oh if you knew me you wouldn't even want to be friends with me yeah and that probably was reality at that point Mm-hmm. For sure. But I definitely liked that, you know, the kind of like kicker part was just that with her revealing like her being jealous of Steve, you know, mm-hmm. not of mm-hmm. other girls. I kind of loved that. And that then, was cool. Yeah. And then I kind of liked without missing a beat, like his progress as a character is that he doesn't make her feel bad. Mm-mm. He yeah. immediately jokes and like lightens the mood. And you're like, oh, Steve is a better person than he used to be for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He's completely accepting. And yeah. Very cool with it. Yeah. I, I thought it was one of the, the best like dynamics in, yeah. in the season. And know? his status Agreed. kind of flips because by the end of it, she's the one trying to get him a job. Yeah. You know, appealing to the fellow like geek at the video store and being like, he's okay. It'll be good. He'll bring in girls. You yeah. know, like, she whores him out. Exactly. <laughs> totally. She's she totally she got her pimp hands strong. Yeah. yeah. She does. She it's does. cool. <laughs> nah, I'm into it. It's pretty good. I'm kind of excited to see what they do with him. I think them working mm-hmm. in a video store is so, like, you know, like, Jay and Silent Bob style. <laughs> and, like, I think that's what they will 100% be going for uh, yeah. in the next season, and I am very here for it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I also really miss family video. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Saw that, and I was just like, oh, I miss that place. Yeah, I miss being able to go rent VHSs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we do, kind of, I don't know. We don't get the physical version of it, but like, you know, all these streaming services are essentially the online blockbuster. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not as satisfying. Mm -hmm. No, definitely not. It's kind of like how if you have cable, you have the ability to just flip through and find something you haven't seen in forever and be like, oh, I'm going to watch this, even though it's halfway through. You don't really do that anymore. There's something about walking through the aisles and leaving with a physical thing. Yeah. Or just like reading the box jacket. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. A product Mm -hmm. of the past. It's okay. (laughs) yeah part of the nostalgia yeah (laughs) yeah just one joke that we haven't mentioned just like a little thing that i really loved was when they're looking around the mall they're trapped and they're like there's another exit through the gap oh yeah i loved that line (laughs) that was just like tops for me that's awesome yeah there were definitely like some Some really good some witty liners in that yeah the writing overall in in the show is, is pretty solid yeah. There are some times where they're like, exposition. Sure. But I think, like, you know, character beats and stuff are always good, and the jokes are always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a Charlie horse. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My, like, I was like, oh, Fidgety. my God. I'm like, there's some table scooting going on. Yeah, I know. Scoots my goots. Oof. It's fine. I'm good. Right? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I haven't had one in a while. Like, Suffering uh, for this art right now. Do we need to this for you, cut listener. your leg open? Yeah, can you get this, get this weird worm out of there? I can't wait to have powers like that one day. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> you just gotta some experimentation. go through some real trauma. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to fry any cats. No. Yeah, it's not a bad time. No, thank you. 
He'll refuse. <laughs> do you guys think Hopper is the American, or do you think it's uh, – I saw a theory that's like Dr. Brenner is the American. Because you haven't seen him oh. since season one, you know? I don't you think know, he's dead. I don't personally think of him being a prisoner. Like, in season two, yeah. when – uh, they hunt that other guy down, and they're, they show him a picture, and they're like, yeah, he's still alive out there. Yeah. I kind of think of him, like, being in pseudo-hiding, still doing kind of evil shit. But being more, like, in charge and having autonomy. At least of his own self. Yeah. I don't think he's locked away. So I was kind of like... I guess you could do it It could way, be Hopper right? locked away in Russia. Yeah. Because he could have gotten, like... Sucked through the Through one down. portal into another if yeah. they have another one open there. Or he could be in the Upside Down, and right. now L finally doesn't have the power to actually go get him. Yeah. So. You definitely don't see Murray at the end, either. Like, what Murray's right. up to. So, I mean, yeah. I guess it could be him. That's, that's true. I, I didn't think true. About, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. a good point. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. It's hard to say. I mean, they want us to. He's not they dead. They want us to think about it. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Can't be dead. If you do time travel, though, and he is dead. They didn't then smooch. They didn't smooch. They didn't smooch. Yeah. If Fuck they, that. They, they got to smooch. If they had smooched before he went out into the chamber, I'd be dead. like, ah, he's dead. 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 <laughs> no. No saving him. There's enough. People you know, want Jopper. A, sh- a show. I want it. Yes. <laughs> Since season one. The yeah, show is Jopper. built on a, on a foundation of tropes. And <laughs> all of the tropes that point towards he's not dead are like. Yeah. Super strong. Pointing there. Yeah. What, how know. did you guys like his like uh, going to the Italian restaurant sequence? Amazing. Oh. Incredible. So, so cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, felt, I, I was like, oh, he's, he's driving pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that is problematic. He's like taking the bottle and going, yeah. like, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> driving, yeah. driving to wherever he's driving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, very sad. I think people were very critical of Hopper and his excessive smoking and, and drinking. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean, that's it's the way I see it. It's like, well, that's the character. That's, you, the, character. Uh, that's the character, yeah. That's You're not supposed is. to emulate what he's doing. Plus, like, right. watching all films in that actual time frame, everybody's smoking. People used to smoke yeah. in movies way more Absolutely. all the time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. now it's kind of like that tips your rating. It's a little more taboo, it yeah. It makes it, you know... A, an R versus a whatever, right? Like it just all factors in. But, yeah, the newest yeah. Uh, Gears of War game—they're taking out smoking. They're like, oh yeah, we're not gonna have any characters smoking cigarettes. Like we're not into that. But like you can like chainsaw people in like half, <laughs> which I always think it's like kind of it's like it's just like weird. interesting. Yeah, it's all like right. what hill are we dying on? Are right they now? vaping? They're not vaping, <laughs> but they, there's literally like dismembering of mm. fleshy. Nobody beings. cares about violence. No, no, it's very true. It's just weird. They don't. <laughs> it's weird yeah. standards people have. Yeah, yeah. So, what are you guys thinking? Any any other speculations about future? I don't know. I, I I'm trying to think if we like kind of covered all the big stuff. I think we have. Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we didn't talk too much about Alexi, but he doesn't really say a ton. I guess I didn't really get the fascination with Alexi. I thought it was sad when he died. Yeah. Because he seemed like he was having his best life. I kind of just liked the camaraderie right. between him and Murray. Like once they finally mm-hmm. had it, and like yeah. being like, yeah, he wants a slushy. He wants the American dream. Which is yeah. like the 80s. He's yeah. like, he wants to go and eat whatever the hell he wants. He wants to watch Warner Brothers cartoons, which I found very he lo- entertaining. He loved the cartoons. Yeah. Loved I was them. just like, oh, this is hilarious. He wanted, he immediately was like, ah, the land of excess. Me yeah. too. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, uh, hmm. I did find the like s- Hopper stealing the car from the random person at the gas station kind yeah, of like terrible, but also funny. Like, As most of the things he does in this yeah, season. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, ah, oh, poor life choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, 
coming up with your cover stories. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that we didn't comment on that I just really liked were uh, the code names. Oh, like yeah. Like the mall people from old people. Yeah. And the scoop troop. I yes. liked both those. Like, those were just fun. Just yeah. good fun yeah. at the end. That last episode was really entertaining. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's, like, what the show is trying to do first and foremost is kind yeah. of just be a good time. I really yeah. liked... I think it always does that. Yeah. yeah. I really liked uh, Lucas's little sister. She was awesome. She's so funny. She's great. She's very, so very funny. funny. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Fi- firecracker, that one. Sassy. <laughs> wanting to try all of the, the flavors. <laughs> oh, did we, did we find out what the green stuff is in the Russian hideout? Oh, I think the it's acid just stuff that's powering the machine. I, is that just what? It, okay. I mean, I assumed it was some kind of fuel or nuclear. Nuclear, yeah. because fuel. that's sort of been the like Cold War nuclear arms race. Yeah, definitely. Like all of that scheming. I wasn't sure if I missed if they did like, like specifically. Yeah, like called it something, or if like it was something that they fed to the. <laughs> I did love when it things. like finally dropped open and like burned through, and they were like, "You were gonna drink that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. Like them being in the elevator. That was that was a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I'm walking away from this podcast, definitely knowing that you guys were hotter on it than I was, but I still had a good time with it. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I feel like there's still some some good material for them to develop, hopefully. I, I don't know if they could wrap it up in one season. That's my thing. I kind of want them to, but I, I understand know. if they don't. Or I, doing, like, longer, maybe hour and a half, like, four-part True. Whatever. Yeah, yeah that's if, true. If I would be satiated if they're like, we're doing one more season, but it's a little bit beefier. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm with it. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think Stranger Things will end with them. I I, I genuinely, whether we have the It Return type style of, of yeah. storytelling, I do think we will see a spinoff Stranger Things that deal with different characters doing different strange stuff. Oh, yeah. Hmm. You know. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, expand expand the world. That's what you do with with solid brands and storytelling like this. You kind of blow out the the world a little bit and see what else is going on. Right. Absolutely. Hmm. Make more Funko Pops. Yes. (laughs) More Funkos. (laughs) (laughs) More bleeding noses. Yeah. That one's good. good. There was a hopper there, too, when I got got your Funko for your birthday. But Battle Eleven, I was just like, Battle that's, Eleven that's the was be- very cool. That's the best name yeah, for Battle a Funko really I've ever good. seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just got a good outfit on. It's the best outfit. <laughs> I know. It made me re-examine. I was like, I need some new clothes. These are fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need more she got, color. She got style. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Yeah. All right. Oh, cool. You pretty guys, good. pretty, pretty seated. I think yeah. I got it all on my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's all out there yeah. in the ether. Yes. For people here. Yeah. Hopefully, like. Well, thank you so much for coming and joining me and hashing yeah. it out. Anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you again for always listening and sticking with us, listeners. Uh, feel free to check us out on Spotify. Woo! Woo! Story That's awesome. Screen Presents available on Spotify now, which is yep. very cool. Give us that quarter of a penny, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, feel free to check out our website, storyscreenbeacon.com, and follow us on all of our avenues on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And if you're in the Beacon area, come join us for a movie. Yeah. Comfy seats. Real yes. butter. Come on over. We got both We got both those things. Yeah. Big oh, screen. Show. Yeah. I just got the bejesus freaked out of me by watching Midsummer. So. Yeah. More good start. movies to come in the future. If you have seen Definitely. Midsummer, we have an episode on that. Ugh. We get in there. I'm going to listen to it now. Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully you like it. 
But yeah, thanks so much for listening. We'll be coming out with some Legion stuff, maybe some Scrub stuff in the future. Oh, nice. Maybe some You're the Worst. Cool. We've got some exciting stuff coming up soon. So thank you, as always. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye. No? I was just anxious about getting up earlier than normal. And that always just is like, guess you're not sleeping then. It's like, that's not the right earlier way to fix Earlier for this. distillery? Yeah, because I had to be there. Um, I'd be there at 10, which isn't too early, but it's a little bit earlier than I would normally wake up for here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just psyched myself out. And I just didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Just in bed like, Ugh. My dad gets like that. He'll be like, gotta drive to the airport. And then I'm like, dad, you're not gonna sleep. <laughs> yeah, there's not much you can like do. It's just your yeah. brain, you know. Brain won't turn off. Also, sometimes when I lay down, it's just like, oh, you were tired before? Wait, how about you not? I'm awake. How about you not now? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm always tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah.